two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? To one inept producer. Wikipedia! Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. All you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, that's right. God. Oh, what do you give? Don't give me that shit, Joe. Everybody on the yeah, everybody on, on the Carol fucking Baskin. planet loves Joe Exotic. Not necessarily the person, <laughs> but the stories he tells. Not Carol Baskin. Yes. Oh, come on. Carol Baskin is like, if, if it wasn't for her killing her husband, we wouldn't have all she the just joined videos, cameos. the songs. <laughs> Hell, we wouldn't have Joe Exotic. So you can really thank her. She's kind of like the big bang of it. So anyway, oh, wow, we just dove right into it. So uh, welcome back to another episode of That Was Disappointing. You got myself, Art, here with producer Dave and Joe there and our uh, guests today. Al is back his second time in the ring. And newcomer, Benny Boy, another Marylander. Benny Boy. Ben, let's hear your Maryland. Um, I was going on the ferry. And then my friend Charlie told me to wash my face <laughs> with the crab cakes. Thank you very much. That what was beautiful. <laughs> uh, this is Jay DeMarquez from Mr. Tarhorn. You know he grinds with gears. <laughs> you remember you Captain Chesapeake. Okay, so we all love Captain Chesapeake. Oh, hell <laughs> yeah. Here's something. This is the this is a task I'm gonna uh, assign you guys. I want well, not you, Jesus Christ, Ben. I forgot you don't live in Maryland anymore. Uh, uh, so the Maryland guys, if you hear Joe Tamarcio ad, can you please record it because I want to have a sound drop of Mr. Tire burning his rotors. I'll I'll ask Joe. Why do you daughter. look like you just had a fucking ask stroke? What's wrong? With I have you? no idea who, who you're talking about. Do you listen to the radio at all? How do you not, not know? Really. Have you lived in Maryland much? Yeah, yeah, oh, close God. to forty years. <laughs> you know what never turned it on anything other than uh the oldie stations i know when jack says less i pay less oh oh yeah yeah yeah. i remember that yes. guy i remember that guy yeah i remember that guy. he's wow. still around that's crazy yeah okay. anyway crazy. okay <laughs> can't believe it. wow all right look we we are on a we're on a time schedule here which we're actually going to try to adhere to for the first time in however many episodes it's been so let's get right into it i am drinking a mix of bud light seltzer strawberry flavored and some vodka dave what do you got i am drinking a mix of hydrogen and oxygen tonight ah uh, well you guys mm. always like to tease me for the various things I drink. So I will have you know that I am drinking Natty Bow this evening, but not just any Natty Bow, Natty Bow in a 40. Yeah! Where's my here? Where, where's Natty my audience? Hey! Damn, that's, uh, I, that's, I'm jealous. Can you uh, ship one out to me? Sure. Awesome. Ben, what about you? What, what kind of water you got I'll, tonight? I'll have you know, Arthur Hall, <laughs> I have none other than Foster's Australian for beer. Yeah. And... Woo! Foster's, eh? It's like one of those 20-ounce cans, too. 
Oh, wait, you don't have to drink it all right now. <laughs> it's good. Watch out. I know, right? Watch you dribbled out. a little on your chin Watch there. out for those non-alcoholic nope. beers, right? <laughs> it's for... Is that what this... No, no Foster's, is, Foster's is like the Pabst it's alcohol of Australia. It's oh, it is. Okay, okay. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of O'Doul's. Yeah, O'Doul's, Sorry. yeah. And what about you, Soto? Yeah. Um, drinking nothing. I'm drinking my tomatoes. Jeez. <laughs> And, uh, Hold on, Art, sorry to Art, fucking can yeah. you please? Yeah. Ooh, can you cheers your beer to your left? And I'll cheers mine. Okay, sure. Yes. Hang on, ready? Other side. Yeah. Oh, wait, wrong way. Oh, <laughs> that was awesome. That was Yay. great. <laughs> See, this is one of those things that really plays well for radio. I'm just going to say, all the podcast listeners <laughs> with their headphones in, mm -hmm. I'm sure you really appreciated right. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we, uh, you know, same deal as usual, everybody. We got four topics, four of us uh, asshats here to talk about them. And, you know, 10 minutes each topic. So let's get this party train going with me first. And mm -hmm. I want to go back in time to a simpler age. To school. That's right. Back to school. Whether it was in the 80s or the 90s or some of us even in the 70s. Who knows? But uh, the big thing I want to look back on is school lunch. Uh, for me, I had a favorite school lunch. A lot of people would bitch and moan about the food at school, but I honestly, there was a lot of stuff I mm -hmm. thought was pretty good. And my yeah. favorite was what they called, it was fiestata. Yes! Mexican pizza. Ah, see, Joe knows what's, what's the jam. Yep. And, and I just want to reflect on what was our favorite school lunches. And, you know, some of you might not have even ate lunch at school. I don't know. Um, but also I want to talk about the deal that we used to get. Like, I have no idea what school lunches cost now, but I mean, I remember back in elementary school, you could get a lunch for 90 cents. And then when I went to middle school and high school, a dollar 10 for lunch. <laughs> so Mexican pizza fiestata was my jam. Wow. Al, you look reminiscent. That sounds all, what do you got? That looks a lot. Uh, that sounds a lot tastier than. My cardboard square signature cafeteria pizza. <laughs> uh, uh, um, properly joined by uh, fries and gravy. <laughs> okay, um, gravy on top of the fries next to pizza? <laughs> yes, yes, that was a popular staple. How uh, old are you? At, <laughs> at Mount St. Joseph, yeah. Mount St. Oh, so wait, that's interesting that they would serve that at Mount St. Joe. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, they're serving all sorts did. of delicious things there. <laughs> ben. And it yeah. wasn't all boys school. Okay. I get I get the joke. All right. Well, here's the thing, guys. For me, I never, ever bought my lunch at school. My mom always brown bagged it. And it was always a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Utz barbecue potato oh. chips and chocolate chip cookies. Nice. That was what it was. Right. And I usually would not eat the sandwich. I would just eat the cookies. What about what chips. about your drink? Would you buy one there or you just have like what? Um, my mom had a thermos. I think it was milk. I think it was chocolate milk in my thermos. And I think I, I drank the chocolate milk every now and mm -hmm. then. So yeah, that's what okay. it was. Simple and uh, yeah. consistent. Joe, you look like you had you take umbrage with this. No, 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 no. I'm actually very um the reason why I was so excited about you bringing up Fiestata was because I've mentioned that to a lot of people in my life, in, in my life, including my wife, and they had no idea what I was talking about. 
Oh. And, you know, they had never heard of the Estada. And, you know, when I explained it to them, they were like, oh, it's Mexican pizza. And I said, yes, that's what the Estada is. And they're like, no, you're just making a that up it's not a thing and i'm like no <laughs> i know i'm not crazy i've i've heard a few you know i remember i think it was thursday was fiestata day or wednesday or something it was like th- it was every other thursday because fridays okay. were always pizza day friday was pizza i remember and that th- every other thursday because i remember if i could have had fiestata every week i would it was awesome it, it was awesome it was uh <laughs> uh <laughs> what, what were the other meals during the 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 week just because they 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 usually kept to a pretty strong schedule like like you said friday was always pizza was was always the rectangular pizza yep. that that al was talking about and then every other thursday yep. was like the fiestata what yep. else was it? i don't remember <laughs> they, had, they had i think it was alternating with fiestata on thursdays and the other thursdays were tacos i believe okay <coughs> excuse me um, I'm trying to think about the other stuff because it's you know with our school we were fortunate in that we actually had a couple different lines you know if you yeah. remember there was the sub line where you could go in and get a sub sandwich instead of the regular meal that would come with all the stuff like if you went to the regular lunch line I think there was like two different lunch lines and uh-huh. then there was the sub line the two lunch lines you'd get your side your main dish your milk and then whatever little dessert or whatever comes with it but the sub line it was literally just a sub. Mm. Um, ah, thank you, Dave. Yes. So there was, and this is really important to note, quote, spaghetti day, where <laughs> it was clearly spaghetti pasta, but was the sauce anything more than ketchup with oregano? I don't know. <laughs> but that was another day. Um, yeah, it's so weird because I, I know I brought lunch too. And I think that I honestly did not bring a lunch on pizza day. Uh, and I think, and obviously Fiesta day. But for the other days, I think I brought a lunch, so I don't really remember what else we had. But I do remember the sub line. The sub was pretty solid because you could get hot. So you turned down your mom's packed lunch? On Dude, my mom my mom will be the first one to tell you she cannot cook. She hates to cook. And she like <laughs> she just would not want – no. She'd rather give me the dollar ten, send me <laughs> to work, I mean, to, to school, and just call it a day. Wasn't a – Fiestata as well. Wasn't it shaped like an octagon or something? Yeah, uh, it was a it was uh, a uh, six. What is a six sided one? I can't remember. Is that an octagon? No, octagon eight, eight, right? That's a pen. That's a se- se- sectagon. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Septagon. Uh, I don't know. Dis- Decepticon. <laughs> six sides. Autobots. Roll out. Because Septicon. Um, I think the sex. I think it's a sex. Yeah, it was. It was a six sided thing. It was like yeah, or hexagon. Is that it? Hexagon? Dave got it. Yay! Hexagon! Oh, now I just heard that Dave put it in the chat. See, we don't usually talk. Oh, the, the, the sexagon is the sex. <laughs> That's right. That's the from, sexy uh, version of the hexagon. See, somewhere in, we don't use geometry in anymore, closet. so we don't need to know this stuff. And apparently the price of lunch these days has skyrocketed to an unbelievable amount of two seventy five for elementary school kids. They'll know how they're going to get that money. But they definitely now, it's, that's actually a great reason to beat up kids when you're a bully in school because now you actually make some good change. Uh, and $3 for secondary schools. Um, you know what? It's still cheaper than, um, than when I'm actually at work since I'm teleworking right now. But, um, but uh, at the work where there's like a cafeteria where I can easily spend about 
eight or nine or ten dollars uh, just for just for something that's probably as big and as quote unquote tasty. So <laughs> I think the kids are making out quite well, if you ask me. Um, it's interesting that Benny brought up bag lunches because I know I used to do bag lunches a lot back in elementary school. And I'm trying to remember what I, 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 I want to say I went with the peanut and the butter and jelly a lot as well. However, oh God, I have to pick on my sister. My because you don't have to cook to yeah, get yeah, peanut yeah. butter and jelly. You just my sister who doesn't listen to the show as best I know, which is probably a good thing because she crucified oh. me. Well, I'm going to have to go ahead and send her an invite. <laughs> uh, back in elementary school, I want to say that she used to have like butter sandwiches or something like that for lunch. Oh my! And goodness, and wow! And I've actually heard that's a thing with some kids, but. But that to me is just so gross. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You want you want to know gnarly? I'll give you gnarly. Go ahead. Go ahead. I used to eat some really crazy shit. Go ahead. When I was a kid, I was super picky, and I was all about savory. So there was two types of sandwiches I would have. Okay. Egg white sandwich. Okay. Literally just egg white on bread, nothing else, with pepper on the egg white, and mustard and mm -hmm. pickle. Ooh. A mustard pickle yeah. sandwich. Literally just bread with mustard and then sliced pickles inside. That's not a sandwich, hey, right? Hey, if it's between two pieces of bread, it's a sandwich. Science has proven okay. it. Science has shown it. I, <laughs> I want to say my go-to was peanut butter and jelly some days, and any other days was bologna, American cheese, and mustard. And that's, you know, which is pretty bad, too. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it's fine. It, I mean, it's just like mystery yeah. meat with cheese, so it's all good. I've, there, there's something to be said for odd combos like that. I... I you know one thing I've heard that that's really really good that I've never tried is a a sandwich uh, white bread, cucumber and cream cheese, and I've heard that's that's really really tasty. That's something I'd like to try at some. Well, point. That's like the sort of shit they put up at like high tea for British people. <laughs> you, put, well, you actually, put cream cheese, some cucumbers, you cut off the crust, and you cut it into tiny little triangles, and you put it on mm -hmm. a tray. And then you know the mm -hmm. only reason you go through that is just so you can get to the scone. That's why you have that. I think I think yeah. I actually got that from the show Dexter. I want to say his sister's boyfriend on one of the seasons who was an older guy. That was what he would have each day for lunch was mm -hmm. a cucumber and cream cheese sandwich. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh. Uh, now, now, has anyone here ever had an Elvis? Oh, the peanut butter, bacon. banana, the... Oh, is it bacon? I thought it was the fried peanut butter. I think it can be bacon as well. I just know it's fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Okay. Was that what he ate before he died? That's what he was eating. That's exactly what he was eating all the time. And I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if they did throw some bacon on that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Hey. You only live once. That sounds actually pretty good. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. It just feels like it's just too much. It's just too much. But... Here's the big question. Did everybody have fond memories of their school lunches or was it just sort of nothing in the wind? I have a, a fond memory. <laughs> Any, anytime somebody like dropped something or, or tripped or the whole in unison, the whole cafeteria in unison would go, dick, dick, dick. Yeah, cool. Wow. Sounds that. like you guys were fucking terrible. <laughs> well, here, here's one private for me. school, mind you. <laughs> private Catholic boys' high school. Well, 
one time I uh, had my lunch, I, I put everything out like an individual sides, like my sandwich, my chips and my cookies. And a kid was there and I didn't like him. And uh, we were arguing, I insulted him. And I really got under his skin. He said, you say that again, I'll knock you out. And then he raised his fist. And of all things, he punched my, my peanut butter and jelly <laughs> sandwich and walked away. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, you can't destroy a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I can still eat the sandwich. You could destroy the chips or the cookies, but you wow. eat the sandwich. Really he, uh, he, he really told you what for, right? Mm. Oh, right. yeah. Put me in my place. <laughs> How would you score that, Dave? Dave, give us some points here. Uh, I'm going to give a dollar ten points to Art <laughs> for uh, his wonderful Mexican pizza, which I fondly remember. Yes, by the way. fun of... Remember, I need to put this in the show notes, Joe. I found a recipe for Fiestata online. I'll have to send it to you. Sorry, oh, Dave, hell yeah, yeah, please do. Send that shit my way too, dude. And uh, yeah, I used to put ranch on that because they'd always burn it and <clears> I'd get made fun of. But hey, dollar <laughs> 10 points for art. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, okay. which means that we're on to Al. We're going to Al. Yeah, all right. Should I introduce the topic? Please, and then uh, answer yeah. that first. So. I want to say first, I sent Dave three topics, and two of them you already fucking discussed on a previous show. Wow. What, what are the well, odds? What are the Simpsons odds? Simpsons did it this week. We did it. <laughs> I thought that's pretty amazing. One about the aliens, and the other was about celebrity crushes. I was just like on your... I was just on your radar, so... I watched DC Fandom last Saturday, and they had the trailer for the new Batman movie, The Batman. Uh, with Robert Pattinson, and I started thinking, man, I wonder who was the best Batman over the course of all the movies, and um, do you have a favorite, and why? Um, of course, this has to include also Adam West from the TV show, even Will Arnett from the Lego Batman, but of course, more popular is Michael Keaton, um, Christian Bale, um, and of course, the lesser popular Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Well, who's your pick? And of Al? course, the bat, the bat So, I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion. I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman. I mean, <laughs> I thought he did fine. You know, I think a lot of it had to do with how Justice League was as a film, but he he really embodied, you know, uh, personified uh, Bruce Wayne. I thought he did a good job, you know, and he's not a sparkly vampire like Robert Pattinson. Um, so, um, you know, I think he was really underrated, but I, the popular boy, I, I would rank him right after Michael Keaton and uh, Michael Keaton. Um, great actor. I mean, he's, he's already proven, um, you know, he wasn't the most muscular. He didn't have the physique of, of uh, Bruce Wayne or Batman, but he, he made the character believable, you know? Well, I was sold. I I, so. I have to thank Dave for, for bringing up uh, Lego Batman just because we also have to talk about Will Arnett here just because how great yeah. he was as Batman. Now, I do have a question for you here, Al. When you say who was the best Batman, do you mean the best Batman slash Bruce Wayne? Because I've heard people say, like, this person's the best Batman, but this person's the best Bruce Wayne. Do you, do you mean who encompasses yeah. the, the best of both or... I would say, that, yeah, Encompass is the best of both, but if you do have, uh, if you do feel one actor shines better as um, the alter ego um, of Bruce Wayne or Batman, I'd say go for it. I would have, hmm, shit. <laughs> I would have to say, well, well, first, uh, you kind of shat on 
Robert Pattinson there. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Batman trailer. It looks pretty. It looks tight. awesome. So, but I don't know if we can we can um, rank him just yeah, yet. But but, but he 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 has lived with the fact that he played Edward whatever his character was in Twilight. I never watched the movies. Never read <laughs> Edward Cullen. Thank you. Never watched the movies, never read the books. You know, I don't care to, but he's a fine, fine actor and he shouldn't be kind of yes. pigeonholed into this role, which I'm sure he only did for like the money and because he was starting out and such, you know? So it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a damn fine actor. Now, is he going to be the best Batman mm-hmm. slash Bruce Wayne? Lord knows. I would have to say, Michael Keaton, uh, because Michael Keaton was who I grew up with. I mean, you know, I loved the uh, original Batman in 1989. Uh, Batman Returns in 1992. And, and according to Hollywood Insiders right now. Uh, yep, I know where you're going. I know where Flash you're going. is going to be a takeoff of the yes. Flashpoint storyline. And it's yes. featured not only Michael Keaton as Batman, but Ben Affleck as Batman. So there's going to be multiple... Batman in the movie, and I am super, super excited. That's the start. Yeah, the start of the multiverse, Joe. So that, that is. Exciting. I would have to say Michael Keaton. I, as much as I love The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time, if not my favorite superhero movie. And that's and that's saying a lot. That's mostly because of Heath Ledger. Uh, Christian Bale was okay, but let's be honest. <laughs> So, yeah. so, you know, that was over the top for me, too. Yeah. So it's he was OK as Batman. But I mean, you know, especially with the Dark Knight Rises with the Bane storyline and such it is mm-hmm. Christian Bale was OK. But Michael Keaton is my uh, it's my boy. That's what I have mm-hmm. to say. What do you think, Benny? This whole time, I've been feeling the boulder slowly falling down on my head. The instant Al brought it up, and here's why. Back in the ni- 1990 or whatever, everyone, everyone and their mother was watching that Batman movie. So I said, I have to be different. I have never seen the movie. Which one? The, the With Michael I Keaton. Yeah, I never saw the Michael Keaton. So you haven't seen Batman or Batman Returns is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Okay. Now. Okay. Now. Which, but but you hold have on to a second. I need to just cut in and say this. So you avoided Batman because everybody was watching it. Mm-hmm. But did you or did you not watch every other 80s movie that everybody else watched? <laughs> Why did you draw the line at Batman when you watch Karate Kid yeah. like every other motherfucker? You watch Gremlins like everybody else. You watch Saved by yeah. the Bell, any of the other shit. Why draw the line at that one? I get, well, first of all, it's 90. So semantically, it depends on what to be semantic about it. Wait, wait, um, 90? I thought Batman came out in 88. Was it, it 88? 89. I thought it was 89. Or 89, whatever. I was Actually, you know what? I think it was 89. You guys are right. Okay, so 89. So I guess, number one, I didn't really care for Batman in general. I didn't really care for oh, it. And these for the that only reason, good superheroes. Like, I don't care. I didn't really care to go to the movies and like, I just like being different. I liked it. I mean, you go to Blockbuster, well, every up, fucking man. one is gone. <laughs> 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 hey guys, I know someone that has never seen E.T. for this reason. They never saw E.T. 
Well, so they're you more to, of a weirdo than me. <laughs> well, you need to put their name out so that everybody who listens can go ahead and send them hate mail. <laughs> nah, I'll leave them alone because I, I'll be a hypocrite if I did that. Because I'm, I'm avoiding put their, a movie. Put their name in the chat. I promise I won't say who it is. Oh yeah, right. I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> um, well, hang on, hang on. So let me let me say. So, but the thing is, guys, I actually saw Batman Forever. With oh, Val Kilmer. Oh, Thank you. Thank oh, actually, you. sorry. I have a better sound effect for that. <laughs> and That's the thing is, I saw that because I love Jim Carrey, just like everybody else did in 1994, right. or whatever it was. So, and that was Val Kilmer. Right. And I actually went on a date, believe it or not, <laughs> in 1997. <laughs> and we saw Batman and Robin. Oh, so, God. That was uh, garbage. That was complete garbage. Joel Schumacher okay. fucking the entire series with a shoehorn. That's good. Batman. So <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I'll just give you guys credit that the Batman that Heath Ledger. I mean, sorry that um, uh, Christian Bale did a great job. But for me, I would just compare the two Batmans I saw. I'll say Val Kilmer was okay, better man. than uh, than uh, George Clooney. Yeah. Clooney. Which I'll one had Val nipples? Okay. George. Clooney. Uh, George Clooney did. Yeah. Clooney. Um, Balloon Dog. I have Batman is my favorite superhero of all time. Oh, nice! I have never seen Batman and Robin. I have no desire. To. Don't do it, man. Oh. Get, get, treat no yourself desire. with more respect and dignity. Don't waste your time. <laughs> it is a rite of passage to see see it though. I actually watch it uh, in an air in an airplane without getting the headphones. Oh like God! Funny story. Don't leave home without Funny it. Funny story, real quick. Um, and then I know Art still has to weigh in here, but uh. I remember after, you know, Batman, Batman Returns came out, I was, you know, as a 12-year-old kid, I was dreaming about all these future Batman movies that they could make with Michael Keaton as Batman. And I was like, wow, if they use Mr. Freeze, it would be awesome if, like, the goons were guys, you know, dressed like hockey players. And this is a 12-year-old kid <laughs> thinking this and realizing just how stupid yeah. this sounds. <laughs> and then they actually did it in Batman and Robin. It just, oh, God. You know, Joel Schumacher, may he rest in peace, but he he was the death knell with the Batman franchise back then, you know. But, but Art, Art, what do you have to say about this? Mr. Wayne. No, that's uh, my name. And you are? Enigma. Edward. Edward Enigma. <laughs> Speaking of Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, that's, that's a really tough question because I, I actually have trouble because I, I, Batman's one of my favorites too. And I have trouble differentiating the person performance from the movie overall. That's the thing is like I look at the film overall um and i guess you know it's like when it comes to the action of it i have to say that yes they definitely leaned into the voice modulation a bit too much with bale but <laughs> out of all the batman that i've seen like to me he just kicks the most severe ass and keeps it true to the books to the comic books from what i remember i mean the one thing that put me off about ben affleck as batman was that they had him go around kill people and I was just like, that's not what Batman does. Well, Michael Keaton did that. Michael Keaton when? did that. When did he kill anybody in that? I don't remember that. He killed a bunch of henchmen. Plus, plus he killed the Joker. He didn't well, want to do that. I don't remember that. I don't remember it playing that way. I thought, he, that, I thought the 
the thing ripped and he, he fell. Killed Jack Nicholson. Yes. Well, I remember the ending, but I'm saying I didn't think he was trying to let him go. And he killed the henchman who was uh, hitting his yeah. ass up in the uh, bell tower. He, he threw him down the bell tower. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I guess, yeah, I guess I haven't seen that for a plus, while. Plus, in Batman Returns, there's this great scene uh, just because the Penguin's henchmen are all dressed like circus freaks and such. And there's one guy yeah. who's like a, who's a, uh, a, like a fire eater and he's inhaling and blowing <laughs> flames on on the batmobile and there's this great part where batman turns his car around and just lights him up with his <laughs> with his fuselage <laughs> or whatever it's called <laughs> so i'm right. sure he died as well okay so then, let, then yeah. you know what actually helps me corral it then uh and again you know hey i'm ready to accept all nails being flung at my my feet and hands uh to a cross on this one um i just feel that Dark Knight and Batman Begins were just significantly better movies than any other Batman film. Um, I, I think there's something fun for the Tim Burton movies, but those aren't good Batman movies, in my opinion. They're cartoonish and childish. And again, if we want to be purists about it, Batman's entire thing was really highlighted by that. He doesn't kill people. Like, that's his thing. That's his, his entire thing. Now, if we're going to start talking about Frank Miller and all the other shit when he gets older and stuff and he starts getting a little bit grisly mm -hmm. and doesn't care, that's sort of, I'd almost say, outside of canon. But all things considered, I think Christian Bale rocked it because he had the best fight choreography and the strongest presence. And as Bruce Wayne, he brought a little bit of that American psycho energy. And I know we have to stop here, but I just wanted to say real yeah. quick because, because our brought up Frank Miller because Batman versus Superman, which was a pretty bad movie, was based off of The Dark Knight Returns. I just want to mm -hmm. say That's real right. quick, one of my favorite quotes of all time from The Dark Knight when Batman, when old man Batman fights Superman and jacks him up. I, I, I This is one of my favorite comic book quotes of all time. I want you to remember, Clark, in all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. Ooh, that's gotta that's hurt. <laughs> Dave, how do you score? That's, that's deep. I like that. Nice. 89 points for Joe. Michael Keaton is my Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Batman 89, I will always remember it. Getting the little cup at Burger King that switched from like Batman to <laughs> loved it. So uh, congratulations, Joe. 89 points for you. That's Thanks, nothing sir. compared to the glass yeah. cups you got at McDonald's during that atrocity that was <clears throat> Batman Forever. Or Batman and Robin, whichever <laughs> one it was. So, I'm willing uh, to let somebody figure out an offer good enough to make me see Batman and Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because you got to do your due diligence for the 80s. And speaking of that, Ben, your turn. There you go. All right. All right, friends. I want to make sure I read it well. Okay. If you could go to sleep tonight and wake up in a new home anywhere in the world with everything set up, furniture, immediate family included, et cetera, where would it be and why? Why don't you kick it off and tell us your answer, Ben? So basically, I go to sleep tonight, I wake up wherever I want. You know what? Put me in Maui. Give me Maui, Hawaii with all the bells and whistles. My car, my stuff, I guess. Give me a nice home in Maui and I'll be happy. I'll just be happy. Why? Tell us more. 
I've always loved Hawaii. It's always been, growing up in Maryland, we can all relate to this being so far away, like such a distant paradise. And, you know, I'm closer now, but it's like, it's still six hours away. So I've just always- You mean the Ocean City, Han, is not paradise, Han? <laughs> Ocean City is great when you're a kid and even during the summers of your college years. Right, Art? Right? That's right. That's right. But I mean, you know, <laughs> trust me, dude, you go to one, you go to the other, it's kind mm -hmm. of the deck is stacked, but- um. I've always imagined living there, or maybe even Kona, maybe even yeah, maybe Kona, or maybe uh, Kauai. That's gonna be really pretty too. I've just always imagined living in Hawaii. Maybe that's my end game. Um, have you been to Hawaii? Yeah, I have. I did a cruise where we stopped at all the islands, so I got a nice little tablespoon of how life is on each one. That's, that's actually not a very good. Not Hilo, not Hilo. I don't like Hilo, but the other ones are good. That's that's <laughs> a good question, Joe, because I wasn't sure if you'd been either. I thought maybe he was just basing this off postcards. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, just because uh, I was hoping in a few years for 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 my tenth with my wife that uh, that I would be able to to make it out there if just as so long as COVID is no longer going on. I, I well, like right. here's the thing: the island of Kona is has zero cases. Zilch. And they definitely want to keep other people out. So. Yeah. Right. You go there, you got to quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, guys. Where are, you, where are your fantasy places? Go for it. Uh, ben, can you do me a favor? Oh. Just give me the breakdown one more time exactly. I wake sure. up tomorrow, but what were the other details? Like, is it anywhere? Or are you talking about any time? <laughs> anywhere in the okay, world. Okay, Art. Is um, time I, a factor? I'm, I'm the genie. I'm the genie. Or I, I, better yet, I'm that guy from Breaking Bad. I okay. take you, Ashley, and Roscoe anywhere you want. Boom! Tomorrow you're there and you have a life. Uh, does 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 is time a factor? Like, can I go forward or backward? Or does no. it have to be right now? No, you wake I'm up. I'm gonna say right now. I'm gonna say right now. Right now. Well, fine then. Oh, did I burst your bubble art? Did I burst it? <laughs> All right, fine. Yes. All right, anywhere in anywhere in time and anywhere in time. No, no, it's will. fine. You know what? It'll still work. Okay. The Shire in New Zealand. Oh, okay. I want to wake right. up in All the right. Don't you All give right. me that fucking face, Joe. Don't even do that. <laughs> what are you going to say, Munich? You probably want to go back to some other... You know, don't you remember the last episode where we found out that Joe was sympathetic to the wrong people in Schindler's List? That's probably where he wants to go that, for asshole. All right, well, we'll see what happens when the show airs. <laughs> yes, The Shire. Because first of all, New Zealand is gorgeous. I've never been. I really want to go. Anybody who's ever gone that I know that has gone, they've come back saying how, you know, if they had a choice and they could go anywhere to be an expatriate, it would be there. Just, you know, it's just clean. The air is fresh. People are friendly. Everything about it just seems wonderful. And there's just something whimsical about the Shire. And I was even telling Ashley that in the future, if we ever had pie in the sky sort of budget, and we built a house, I would want to have it designed exactly like Frodo Bag or Bilbo Baggins' home, except to, you know, my scale, not his, because it's just gorgeous. So that's what I'd like to go, just to, to get away, but also I love it. be wow. yeah. And Art, you can bring your fridge full of beer, too. I will. I will. You can believe that. <laughs> Joe, I want to hear what you're going to say, since you were being so judgy pants about my selection. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot that's that's holding me here in Maryland. Well, well, of course, of course the wife, um, and so, you know, and, and <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're taking your wife and son with you. You're not going by yourself. 
I guess I have to. Uh, <laughs> no, I, um, part of me would really love to move out West to California. I understand that the few times I've been there, um, you know, when I've been to Burbank, when I've been to mm-hmm. Santa Barbara that, you know, I haven't experienced like the seedier sides, you know, it's not like I've, it, it, it's not like I've been in close proximity to Skid Row, you know, but, but I just love California. And um, it's, but I would have to say, you know, as much as I love Cali, there to me is still, so, you know, it's funny that you brought up the joke about Germany because, you know, for mm-hmm. my honeymoon, I, I took a cruise down the Rhine River and uh, one of the, one of the awesomest things during that cruise was seeing all the ancient castles and such, you know, just dotted here and there along the river. There was one stop in a city called Heidelberg, which I don't know if any of you gentlemen have ever heard of, uh, but Heidelberg is off the Rhine, obviously. And there's a castle at the top of the city that when we got there that morning and walked out, like, you know, you, you walk out on, on the ramparts and there was like a morning fog and it was just like the entire town is just asleep beneath you. And if I could live in that castle for the rest of my days with modern uh, amenities, I would be a very, wow. very happy man. Um, and it's not just because I wanted to be like Lord and ruler and such. It's just because that to me is the most beautiful place I've ever been. And I, I would definitely be, very very happy there and uh yeah that's all i gotta say oh well you've apparently never been to glendale california then (laughs) (laughs) fuck fuck glendale yeah no seriously fuck glendale (laughs) never heard of glendale (laughs) (laughs) have you heard of glendale arizona perhaps okay what is your heat what is your heat with glendale california I'm not going to get into that on this show. <laughs> uh, we got to keep it light, Al. We you already it said it. <laughs> you you already yeah. brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, people are just a bit too rude in Glendale. <laughs> That's all. Okay. Yeah, Glendale's full of uh, full of Rudy Rudes. So. <laughs> I, I have friends there, so I, I won't say anything else. But. Well, I, I, you know, I know some people who are Glendale adjacent. You know, it's fine. Al, what about you? Where would you teleport to? Man, you know what? I had one of my best vacations was was in England. It was in London, England, right? I would love to stay there for an extended period of time. I would love if you notice all the fucking actors in TV and American TV and cinema, a lot of them are Brits. How cool would it be to study at one of the prestigious uh, schools in England? And, and acquire that that knowledge from from you know and training um, from from England. Um, and I don't know, man. I, I just love uh, just the British architecture, the culture, um, their dental their dental the castle, habits, the uh, everything but the dental habits. Um, and uh, my house will probably be um, in Belfast. It's so you'd be in Ireland, in then. Yeah. Ireland. Well, it's in Northern Ireland, but it's still part of UK. That's a hell of a um, commute if you're trying to live in Belfast okay. and then go to London that, for school. 
Art, you're, All right, you're shitting it. on his fantasy, man. Yeah, that's really. what I do. That's what I'm here <laughs> One for. All I do is shit on things. <laughs> <laughs> but just to uh, just to live in one of those uh, Game of Thrones style castles, castles uh, yeah. would be absolutely will be uh, epic. And I would call it. I will call myself Lord Albert of House Soto. <laughs> Um, and uh, <laughs> and eat, uh, you know, eat crimpets and drink high tea with all the the bougie bastards. Nice. So yeah, you know, speaking of castles, I I I, I think I've changed my mind here. It's the uh, it was in yeah. Bavaria. I've never been there, but the the Mad mm-hmm. King Ludwig's castle, which is on all these different postcards and posters and such, that is the castle yeah. I would want to live in. Uh, I'll have to check it out. That not just awesome. be, be because of the crazy king who died, I think, in his pond out back and drowned or something like that. But uh, but uh, but just because of how beautiful it is, so so that's cool. Yeah. Shouldn't have Both. gone koi bobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fun fact for you, Al, for you to uh, have your home in Belfast and then travel to London for. London for study, study. Uh, you could either drive <laughs> for nine hours and 42 minutes or you could charter your private jet to and from class for an hour and 10 minute flight uh, since you'll be making all that sweet sweet british actor money but oh that's right see you won't talk funny like they do so they won't actually give you <laughs> license to be an actor there <laughs> but i'll take that back to the u.s there you go uh, joe why don't you bring us home well dave has to score us first all right, fine, Dave. Give us a point. <laughs> oh, art in Escondido, California. You can buy a Hobbit starter house, apparently. <laughs> yeah, um, for one hundred and fifty-five thousand. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a hundred and fifty-five thousand points. <laughs> oh, so oh, I can finally make my dreams come can... true. Oh. Yes, the rate of exchange points dollars. You can make your <laughs> dreams come true. All right, so my topic, uh, which I guess we're ending the show with, is uh, has to do with fantasies. Now, I don't want anybody here to get scared. It's I'm not asking you about your sexual fantasies and whatnot. That's a topic for a different show. I did want to ask. <laughs> yeah, baby. I did want to ask, however, what is your favorite non-sexual fantasy? So something non sexual I don't know if that's I don't know if that's possible. So, you know, yeah. You're <laughs> talking to Al <laughs> Soto here for Christ's sake. <laughs> I got it. I Big Perv the original. So, so Ben's to... gone. Ben's out. Ben just was so offended. He was just <laughs> he's done. So, okay, Joe, I, tell us about I, your I, fantasy. That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm about. about I'm glad you asked me. But go on, you first. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm about to get to. So, you know, just something that you Think about from from time to time, harking back to mine has to do with Game of Thrones, and um, it is you know as as much as the last season still fills me with anger. Actually, as much as the last few seasons still fills me with anger, there there were a few bright spots, and one is um, and one was the Battle of the Bastards uh, between Jon Snow and uh, Ramsay Bolton, and yes. One of the things that I've always liked is, you know, I've, I've dreamed about being a northern bannerman and, and such is, you know, I've fantasized about there being a house Lex 
in the world of Westeros. Uh, of course, my emblem would have to be a cat, preferably a black cat. Our slogan would it would be our claws are sharp, which I don't believe has been used yet in Game of Thrones. Uh, of course, if you read Martin's books, there's about a billion different cats, you know, about a, a billion different houses, but I would be a bannerman to House Stark, and it would be House Lex instead of House Eerie, which shows up yes. uh, at the end of the Battle of the Bolt, at the end of the Battle of the Bastards, and uh, fuck some shit up, and uh, and <laughs> ends the uh, ends the battle there in the north, and solidifies Jon Snow as King of the North. So that's just, you know, that's just something yes. that, you know, when I'm mowing the yard or weeding or something else, just something, you know, if, if Game of Thrones, if the theme song pops up on my iPhone, you know, that's something that perhaps I'll dream about a little bit. But uh, what about you, Art? What's, uh, what's something you like to fantasize about? Uh, I fantasize about um, having a uh, a house that would defeat House Lex, <laughs> uh, and it's it's really quite nice. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, that's that's such an interesting question because I hadn't really thought to. You know, it's so it's so funny you say it because honestly, sorry, I, I'm I'm all over the place. You've literally derailed me. Um, I spend my time, I'm always stuck in a daydream or some sort of, you know, day fantasy or whatever. I'm always imagining shit. And I've never actually taken the time to pinpoint and imagine which one I would like to just wake up in or be a part of. Um, that's actually quite challenging. Um, What's a recent one that just tickled you, you know, that's, that's made you happy that's you know that's made you smile just something that's it's good well you know i was gonna say it would sound so whacked out but given the fact that you just said one of your fantasies was mm -hmm. to be part of a medieval army that slaughters people i'm not gonna feel bad to say uh being a, a super cool and mega talented hitman like john wick um just uh you know just i don't know that's sort of uh I mean, it's 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 clearly psychopathic, but that's why we're not talking about real stuff here. But I mean, I don't know. There's just something about being so uh, graceful and effortless in this. Uh, in... Shut up, Dave. <laughs> For fuck's sake, another chat comment. Um, these are the jokes, folks. These are the jokes. Um, that's not. Be glad happen. you can't read them. Yeah, be glad you can't read them. Um, so, <laughs> god damn, I'm, I'm all derailed. Yeah, I just want to do that. Somebody else talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so, so Art wants to kill. Okay, so Joe wants to slaughter people with a sword. I want to use a gun. I want to slaughter bad guys. Well, I want to slaughter bad guys too. Okay. It's just like they say in True Lies. But they were all bad. <laughs> what about you, Ben? What's your fantasy? All right, um... Back in the year 1992, I was in the seventh grade and we had an assignment to do where we had these magazines and we had to make our own magazine with magazine articles. So we were tearing out different uh, magazine articles and making our own magazine from them. And I came across this article, I really loved it. It was for dull fruit. And it was a beautiful landscape of like a place where 
all the dough fruit was all laid out, like giant bananas and giant uh, pineapples. And there was a person just looking at it like, wow, this place is amazing. And I was like, I wish I could go there. I wish this existed. So I put that magazine uh, article in the magazine that I gave to the teacher. And the teacher never, ever gave it back. She never gave it back. And I was oh. like, when are you going to give it back? She's like, oh, eventually. When are you going to give it back? Uh, stop nagging me. Can I have it back? No, you can't. And she never gave it back. And <laughs> over the years, I would always every now and then wonder, like, I wonder if I can ever get that again. I wonder if I can get that again. Well, March 2020 rolls around. And lo and behold, I find a magazine article online available for sale. I finally fucking found it after 20 <laughs> years plus of waiting. So I'm like, holy shit. I grab my and order. And lo and behold, I get it. And I'm going to show it to you guys. Uh, it's, it's one of my backgrounds. So give me a minute to pull up the background. <laughs> Once again, for there our audience is. out there, this is what the hell? That's a dull <laughs> plantation. <laughs> It is. That's like some Although, sort of weird, that's wow. like a weird Tim Burton-esque nightmare scape of giant two-story tall fruits. Yeah, but look. It's like I something could, that fucking Dali would paint. I could, I, could, I could go, I could take a shower in the cranberry fountain and then slide down the mm -hmm. bananas and I would just be happy. You could ride that banana. I totally could. Ooh. So there it is, guys. I waited 20 plus years to finally get this damn thing and then I that's got cool. it. That's oh, yeah, man. But wait, so... Would the uh, I, I'm gonna just go ahead and pretend that that's a woman in the field. Would the woman yes. come along with it? Um, let's go ahead and age her. <laughs> let's age her up to. I wasn't uh, see nobody can see this, but you want it to go that way. All right. So <laughs> apparently it's a child. Her. Never mind. Yeah, let's go ahead and age her. So yes, yes, please. Oh, she yes, would please. age with you gracefully. So there you go. <laughs> oh, Ben Epstein. <laughs> ben Epstein. <laughs> that was terrible. I'm not sharing fantasies with you guys. If we're gonna be like that. <laughs> it just goes oh. to show guys seriously <laughs> you can have a pipe dream for 20 years and it might just come to fruition never that's know. it yeah you know what put that shit on your vision board and maybe you two one day can have a cartoonishly oh large apple in your backyard <laughs> oh my Ow. god so there it is soto uh, what about your sex i mean sorry your non-sexy time yes uh really quick though uh dave sent a link for um I guess an interview I did with Brigetta Tamarco, Joe Tamarco's daughter's uh, film, uh, Six Nights oh, yeah. which I d had a part in as well. And, <laughs> Must uh, be racist. And lo and behold, he thought it was, yeah, he thought it was someone else. That was another just, uh, Filipino just gentleman? Just, just me 10 years younger. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hang on a second here. Don't mind me while I uh, see if I can find this. Continue on, Al. Tell us more. Okay. Um, so, um, Artie, I, I have to say, man, you fulfilled the fantasy for me in a thank god a non-sexual way uh, <laughs> uh, by by joining me in my first experience with star wars galaxy's ah, yes. edge in at disneyland as you know i'm wearing um a millennium falcon shirt which i guess has nothing to do with the podcast but <laughs> nonetheless um i just thought about how I, again one of the one of my most treasured and, and funnest moments uh was was experiencing that with my family and, and art being one of my closest friends um and um i would love that just i mean it is a fantasy you're going to this, this park but take me to anywhere in the star wars galaxy take me to cloud city um hanging out with lando and uh you know lobot with that looks you know pretty much like these uh, headphones mm -hmm. right here um take me to um 
where Boba Fett is and, and freeze me in carbon. I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, take me to Jabba's palace and let's let's see some of those and Twilight stands around, you know? Bikini. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love to, exp- I mean, I guess that's the closest, um, you know, way to experience, uh, to have that Star Wars experience. But um, just, I, I think it, it does a great job but I'd love to live uh, a world of Star Wars. Nice. Awesome. I think that would be amazing. So, so, so just to um, so, just to make sure that we're on the same page here. I was Game of Thrones. Art was a hitman. Al was in Star Wars, and Benny was living on a Dole plantation. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I think ha- you- happily, happily living there. <laughs> I think you. I uh, you survived much the rest of my life. <laughs> Uh, that's good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for uh, sharing, uh, Dave. Uh, yeah. What's the score here? Um, let's see what I could find. If you want the likely price of a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort, which is coming to Disney, yes, sometime soon, it's going to be for three nights, three thousand oh, dollars. <laughs> nice. I better start saving now. That's right. So. And uh, before we uh, skedaddle off, I just wanted to to share just a small snippet of our of our friend, none other than Al Soto. <laughs> certainly, a, a role that that you're certainly proud of. Yes, yes, I am. And you've seen Brigetta's other work. How does this how, <laughs> how does this compare to Brigetta's other work? Much, much better. Much. And that is Mr. Joe Tamarchio, the voice of Baltimore, and all them tires. So there you go. You burnt the rotors. You got down there. You got your brakes changed. And now we're ready to do the show, and we're going to sing ourselves out of here. <laughs> all right. Well, let's say thanks to everybody. Uh, thank you, that. Al, That's for coming awesome. out. Ben, thank you for suffering. Hold on, hold on. Terrible does, jokes. Uh, does, um, uh, anybody have any plugs you want to talk about? Al, maybe you have a show or something you want to share? Or? Yes, yeah. I've been doing this fucking uh, podcast called Below the Belt Show on belowthebeltshow.com, available on Apple Podcasts and, of course, uh, anywhere else. Spotify, soundcloud.com slash belowthebeltshow. Uh, we just had Kat Foster, actress from um, a really cool underrated show on Amazon Prime, uh, which is called uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson. She had a guest star on Barry on HBO, and she's got a new uh, film called First One In, a comedy, a tennis comedy, um, which is uh, really a lighthearted and a lot of fun. So uh, check it out. Sounds lovely. Ben, what about you? Anything to promote? Well, I'm waiting till things become more real about it, but let's just say I'm working on some revival and some reunion of some classic uh, beloved entertainment. Okay, so that means he's probably bringing back his web series is what I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would say if you have not already uh, wasted some time of your life, go to Amazon Prime and look up the film The Money Shot and be thoroughly disappointed just like you have been with this show. Uh, Until next time, please remember to subscribe, tell your friends, like the show, and if you don't like us, don't do any of that and don't tell anybody. But if you do, your support really matters. And please leave a review and um, send Joe a pair of your underwear. Yes, until, please. Uh, until next time. It has time. to be used. It has to be used. Preferably soiled. Wow. <laughs> Blow it out your ass. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. My heart to cheer. Goodbye.
I've got the strangest feeling someone's gonna kick his ass. <laughs>